a week packed with central bank decisions, economic data, and corporate results from big U.S. companies starts with a rise and fall in Chinese equities and a jump in oil prices, which obviously adds a bit of uncertainty into the global inflation and rate expectations mix. So all eyes are on the Fed this week, which can't say much regarding what it will do next, as oil prices look increasingly threatening to their rate cut plans. So tune in. We will be discussing what all that means for markets and prices in this episode. So welcome to the new week of trading with Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So American crude jumped past the $79 per barrel level this morning on escalating tensions in the Red Sea. The European and American futures are slightly in the negative at the time I'm shooting this video. So we are just an hour earlier than the European market open, mind you. Stocks in Hong Kong and in China were actually better a bit on Monday as China imposed ban on short sellers. But these gains remain short-lived after a Hong Kong court order ordered Evergrande's liquidation and of course on the back of a globally limited risk appetite and we have a week packed, literally packed with important economic data, major central bank decisions and some corporate earnings from the big US companies. So I will try to do my best to rip up as many things as I can for the next few minutes but let's first start with the key takeaways from last week's trading which also happened to be a very very important week remember in terms of economic data and overall market sentiment so the european stocks ended last week on a cheerful sentiment and that was on the back of a dovish sentiment that nourished global risk appetite especially the european risk appetite following a rather smooth european central bank meeting where the ecb didn't do or didn't say much and that silence was perceived as chic they are not pushing back on the rate cut expectations Plus, Louis Vuitton jumped 9% on strong quarterly sales and ASML was in demand after announcing that its orders tripled last quarter as Chinese rushed in to order chips uh, or the chip machines, excuse me, before the export ban became effective for the Chinese export. So the European stocks finished last week upbeat and the euro dollar consolidated in the bearish consolidation zone just below the main. Major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on its latest rebound and is now testing the 200-day moving average to the downside. Now, how far the euro weakness will develop depends on the US dollar and the direction the US dollar will take will obviously depend on the Federal Reserve. So, this brings me to the US where stocks traded mixed on Friday but ended last week on a positive note with the S&P 500 stocks near record as many, many good news popped into the headlines throughout last week. First, well, the US growth numbers came to enchant global investors while inflation numbers in the US looked encouragingly set for further Easing. So in numbers, the US economy grew more than 3% last quarter, which is a great performance. And the Fed's favorite inflation gauge, which is the core PC index, fell below the 3% level. 
So you know what good growth and lower inflation means, right? It means the world to the Fed. A dream come true. The Holy Grail. It was the proof that Mr. Jerome Powell and his team have beaten the economic theory and won over inflation without pushing the US economy into a recession with their aggressive rate hikes. Unbelievable. So, as I said before, the major US indices are near all-time higher levels. Small cap stocks are, well, more shy than the big cap peers, but remain in a bullish trend. The US two-year yield is steady at 4.34% level. The US 10-year yield is at around 4.13% level. And the US dollar index settles near its 200-day moving average with a bag of popcorn in its hands as attention now shifts to the Federal Reserve meeting and decision that will come this week. And... All investors care about right now is when will the first rate cut happen? So the probability of a March cut is 50-50. A May cut is priced in at about 90%. The Fed will likely keep its interest rates unchanged this week. And Jay Powell will likely say pretty much the same thing than Lagarde last week, that inflation looks on path toward the 2% policy goal. That soft landing for the U.S. economy is no longer a daydream and that the Fed will relax the interest rates, but the timing will be data dependent and that data will say the last word. So if that's the case, the natural response that we expect from the currency traders could be, well, to sell the U.S. dollar. Because overall, not that because the U.S. Federal Reserve is insistently expected to cut its interest rates this year, regardless of the strong economic figures in the U.S., because inflation is coming down, the U.S. dollar bears resist to the upside pressures. But any dovish euphoria is increasingly likely to hit a road bump with oil prices on the rise again. So this is the major takeaway of this episode. So the oil prices are rising, so be careful with inflation expectations. So let's see what the week brings what while everyone expects the US dollar to soften moving forward there are a few scenarios that could actually lead to a stronger US dollar and these are one if inflation numbers in the US make a U-turn and interfere with the Fed's plans to cut rates then the US dollar will see higher demand because not that among major central banks around the world the Fed is the one that could actually just not cut the interest rates right away thanks to a strong, strong economic growth. Second, the US dollar could gain if other major economies do even more poorly than they are expected to because that would require faster interest rate cuts outside the US and lead to a stronger US dollar across the board. And three, an economic shock in the US or globally could trigger a rush to the safe haven US dollar and leave the US dollar bears on their back foot. But that's what we call a tail risk. So the first two scenarios are more likely to happen. So let's see what the Fed has to say this week after well, having dropped that interest rate cut bomb in the December meeting, which just let the market fly high on the news and on the expectations of rate cuts around the world. Elsewhere, we will also watch the BOE speak on the rate cut bets. Europe released latest growth and inflation numbers. We will watch the Australian inflation update, Canadian GDP update, and the US jobs numbers for last month throughout 
this week. So there are going to be a lot of data to digest in market prices on the corporate calendar microsoft alphabet apple amd and u.s big oil companies are among well some big names that are due to report their latest quarterly earnings this week as well so a major part of the investor focus and attention will be on microsoft and its ai announcements of course of course and if there is a positive surprise on that and well investors will like remain on their cloud but not that overall 25 percent of the companies in the S&P 500 have already reported their actual results for third quarter to date and of these companies 69 percent have reported actual EPS above estimates yes but that was still below the five-year average of 77 percent according to FactSet so Let's see what happens, but this is all for this Monday. I'm Ipeko Skardeshkwe and thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments and please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading.